And I, I think he wants to be in Buffalo. I mean, he signed that monster eight-year deal, right? Yeah. Or, you know, maybe he wants his money. But I think even then, uh, when he was younger and maybe more naive about Buffalo, then he was uh, he was more eager to, 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 to maybe just sign. Welcome to... Uh... Ready, set, sports podcast. We're here today with co-host, new co-host, Jake Lore. Jake, what do you want to say? What do you mean to be a part of this? Yeah, man, I'm really excited. How are you doing? Doing good. Uh, I'm really pumped to get this started. A lot, a lot of time has gone into this, so I guess this is Sunday afternoon. At least that's the plan to get it out, so yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, birds are chirping, dogs are barking, and you can just smell sports in the air, man. So, uh, yeah, I think this is a great time to uh, to get get a sports podcast going. And, uh, yeah, I can't wait to, for those who listen to, to push the content out. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I think to start off, we're just going to, I guess, just kind of – well, first of all, what, do you, what have you been up to today and last little week? Well – the work continues. Uh, just going on the, the summer the summer work grind. Uh, doing a landscaping job right now. So uh, and, and about to transition into construction. So you know, not a whole lot of sports for me, but just uh, just grinding away. Yeah. How about you? Uh, well, today uh, a little little workout in the morning. Saw saw a buddy, and then on the ice for the first time in I don't know how many weeks. So. Felt great. Get the yeah, wind going. Good, eh? You know, wind on the face. Felt foreign at first <laughs> to play that. I mean, like, just don't feel balanced, but give it like 15 minutes and it just, just comes back to you. So, yeah. yeah Emotional day just, yesterday, though. You're just feeling a little wobbly out there, right? Yeah, but it, it comes back quick. Yeah, exactly. Like riding a bike. Yeah. Hey, well, long have I... you gone without being on skates? Uh, well, let's not. Hey, let's not talk about that. Uh, <laughs> I think it's probably been uh, close to three years. Yeah. Well, not that I haven't been on. Like, you know, you, I've been. I think you've been out, Christmas around. and all that. You've come on the ice with, and yeah, just wheeling around on, you know, but not nothing serious for. Well, yeah. It's been forever. Just some shinny. Yeah. No, here and there, but I. But never, never anything serious. So yeah, I think she needs the best. I've hung him up. I've I've hung him up. Yeah, emotional day yesterday. Broke the net, and it's uh, it's been with me for a long time. So tough to move on from it, but got to find exactly. a way. Exactly. Those are those are my third world uh, third world issues at the moment. <laughs> no, exactly. Hey, Jack. Hey, so Jack, I guess the people listening. I mean. So far, you might think this is a zoo, but in fact, you know, this is a sports podcast. So, hey, I mean, like, you might want to let them know what we're getting into here. Okay. So, uh, just, I guess we'll go over the plan for the podcast and for future. So, uh, I think the plan is to roll one out a week, at least to start off. And um, we're we're thinking Sundays at around 4 o'clock is when we're going to roll that out. Uh, You know, in the past, I've done live shows, but... Just through uh, through everything, it's just it's, it's tough to get going, and I felt like the viewership wasn't really there. So 
we get more viewers, hey, maybe we'll go back to that. But at the moment, I think this is just better. You can edit it more. can just, you know, make it more of an authentic experience for, for you as a viewer. And then, uh, yeah. So, again, roll out episodes. In the past, I've just focused on, uh, focused on hockey. But uh, decided I want to take this thing in a different direction. Um, so I invited Jake on and, you know, I think we're, we're going to get gelling here and, uh, I want to talk about more sports, kind of like, you know, give our take and, you know, we might not be the most experienced, but Hey, you know, oh, I mean, for those wondering, yeah, for those wondering, you brought, you brought me on for all the expertise, uh, once he got serious and, uh, yeah, um, Clearly, I'm going to be the superstar. You know, Jack does all the grunt work, so it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah, and then uh, I'm just going to pull out the accounts. But, again, I just want to make sure you guys know where to find all um, find everything. So we currently have a Twitter account for you, for you people out there and then also an uh, Instagram account, depending on what platform you're on. Uh, just, again, we're going to send out updates through there. And, uh, yeah, um, I think the plan is just to kind of connect with you guys a little bit. So send out sort of like questions or, you know, your, what are your thoughts on certain things? And just think it's a good way to kind of interact with you guys a little bit. Uh, so I guess we're going to dive into questions we asked this week, a little bit later in the, a little bit later in this episode. And then, uh, yeah. So the Twitter handle, I'll put it in the, uh, I guess in the description of the YouTube video. And then for you guys listening on, uh, on the podcast app or whatever, uh, you have a pen or a paper, if you want to jot it down, it's called, so the name is Ready Set Sports Podcast, and then the uh, I want to say the username was that what you'd call it? Like the again, I don't know. Uh, it's RSS underscore Cast. So that's you know they give you a, a certain amount of letters on Twitter. So that's the Twitter one, and then just I know probably more of you on Instagram as it's a little bit bigger platform at the moment, and uh, so um. So that account is just Ready Set Sports Podcast, and then yeah. So uh, hey, we're looking forward to it, and uh, yeah. So and then the plan is to cover um, you know more sports. We wanna we wanna interact with everyone. So I think we're gonna get into like some like I don't know about you, Jake, but I thought you know we discuss you know sort of keeping it to like the big four sort of sports maybe add like on the odd note we're adding something like golf or you know soccer or whatever but you know maybe stick to more of our our culture here in north america and maybe go with a little more you know football yeah. basketball hockey baseball you know college sports we're even add that in and just you no know, just think it'll be a good way to you know kind of interact with, with uh with you, with uh you guys and maybe get some more of you interested um yeah and of course, of course, just let us know uh, what you guys like hearing, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna you know keep a beat on you know the major issues in sports and, and whatnot. But uh, you know, definitely keep us updated with with stuff you guys want to hear about, and we'll you know we'll drill best to cover it and be knowledgeable about it as well. So yeah, and I just want to reiterate, you know, hey, if we're wrong, correct us. Let us know. You know, we're all learning here. It's just it's just how we are. So exactly. we're gonna make mistakes. That's just like. Like straight up, it's just gonna happen, right? So, yeah, let us know though. I think we want to know. We want to yeah. make your experience better. So, yeah, leave a review on the podcast, even if you shut us to bits. Yeah. Any any uh, 
the feedback is, is much appreciated. So N- none of that compliment sandwich stuff or feedback, whatever you call it, like the good, the bad and the good, just give it to us straight. Yeah. I just, Hey, I just hope you don't get canceled. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. So again, just, you know, looking forward to it. And, uh, so the plan, yeah, as I said before, plan is Sundays. Uh, we could, we might get two going a week, but it kind of depends on your, uh, I guess, your guys is if you like us. Because at the end of the day, you know, we're not, we're not going to roll these out so often. If no one wants to listen to us, right? <laughs> Make them more in depth, because you know, <laughs> just makes sense. We're not going to throw out stuff and use time up that no one wants. But we want to do this for you guys. You know, we want to, we want to see where this goes. We want to, you know, make make I guess this quarantine better for you and. Uh, you know, make every day once you get out of this better for you guys. So, yeah, we're looking forward to it. And uh, at least I am, Jake. I think you're pretty pumped up about this. No, absolutely. Um, I think it's going to be, you know, I, I surprised myself with when you had me on on the podcast before how much I like to talk. So uh, I'm just gonna, I'm just kind of have a blast with this and just and just pretty much go off uh but yeah i mean feel free guys whoever's whoever's listening to, to tell me to shut up when when needed so <laughs> but yeah i'm really looking forward to it uh one thing i just want to go over in case like you don't know what this podcast is going to be like uh like i listen to podcasts that are you know maybe not so appropriate for you younger guys but we will, we really want to make sure during the planning phase in the past couple weeks that you know this is anyone can listen to this. So, you know, language is going to stay uh, clean and, uh, you know, everything's going to stay within the guidelines here to stay, to make sure you, anyone can listen, you know, as the saying is, make sure, you know, your grandparents can listen to this and be proud of you. So. <laughs> no, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you know, maybe we should just go over a little bit of background. So Jake, you want to give yours and then I'll spin off a little bit of who I am and what I'm, you know, yeah, no, so absolutely. So my, my kind of background as it pertains to sports is, uh, a lot of hockey, uh, and lacrosse. So mainly ho- hockey in the, in the winters and, and, and lacrosse in the summers. I did play like a whole horse, a whole, a whole host of sports going through middle school and high school. Uh, but I ended up playing in the, the OHL for, for a couple of years, uh, down for the Erie Otters. And then, uh, I've, Concluded my OHL career, and now I'm uh, I'm studying sport management at uh, at Brock University down in St. Catharines. So uh, yeah, that's kind of where I'm coming from. How are you, Jack? Give it a little. Uh, uh, so I I play uh, play hockey. Um, you know, as I was younger, I used to play. Uh, I guess I'm hoping to use this word right, but an abundance of sports. Jake, am I using that right? Yeah, exactly. No, hey, we're all no, learning here, right? So exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know, as I was younger, you know, I played soccer, uh, played baseball, um, even gave a year of, a year of uh, football. Tried that out at my school a couple years ago, uh, but I've kind of narrowed it down to you know, hockey's like something I'm passionate about, something I really want to you know continue in. So it's kind of my main focus, and then. Uh, you know, I've, uh, Jake said he plays lacrosse, you know, I play lacrosse, play at school and, you know, it's a lot of fun and it's, uh, kind of ties into hockey in a way, which is kind of interesting. Yeah, I yeah. know lacrosse is one of those games. 
uh, where, I mean, it, you get, you get certain athletes who play lacrosse and it just, they learn, they learn skills and, and they're great at other sports. So, uh, Jake, quick question. Are you a goalie in lacrosse or no? No. So if, yeah, for those, for those wondering, I, I was a goalie in hockey, uh, and, and actually didn't play goalie in lacrosse. I, I, uh, yeah, I, once it, once the summer kind of rolled around for me, I, I kind of got sick of being a goalie and just wanted to score goals all of a sudden. I wasn't too bad at it either. So, um, yeah, no, definitely had a lot of fun switching it up, which I think could be good, you know. It's a different mindset, so. Take a break also from stopping, stopping stuff and, you know. Yeah, yeah, no, just giving my melon a break for from all the all the pucks, you know, ringing off, ringing off my head. It's just uh, that's much needed as well, right? You can't take uh, too many of those, so. Especially because guys hated me, right? They just aimed for my head. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, t- I took it out on my goalies uh, in the summertime. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where we're coming from, guys. So, uh, yeah, we like and – and just to add on to that, um, you know, we're pretty, we're pretty interested in, in, in pretty much all, all the major uh, professional sports, you know, in, in terms of and everything to do with kind of sports culture, right? I don't know about you, Jack, but I'm, you know, pretty interested in, uh, you know, whatever, whatever's going on, whether it be the NFL, MLB, um, a big, obviously a big NHL fan as well, so. Yeah, that's kind of what that's kind of like the perspective we're kind of looking to to get our give our viewers and uh, yeah, yeah. So um, uh, I think the plan is kind of head into some current events here and maybe just give you guys an outline of what major sports are doing. So uh, Jake, you want to start with a certain sport or do you have a preference? Yeah, I mean, we can start with. I mean, I just said general snapshot of kind of where we are in the sports world right now i mean we've got everything obviously everything stopped it's it's june and and we i think since that first week in march i mean pretty much every uh thing sports is kind of kind of grinding to a halt here and um you you know after a couple months it's been uh some delineations with you know the different leagues and and you see what's kind of going on i think i think probably the most Every the sport that everybody seems to be, you know, pulling in the same direction and on the same page is probably the NHL, uh, where you know they they kind of got their their plan in place, Jack, and they've and they've kind of got the players on board, and everyone kind of has that morale. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like they really, they really want to play, and I think fans yeah, I think are, that's something that's cool. How they're obviously so excited to get talking about. It kind of shows their true passion and they're not just in this for like the paychecks you know like they want to play which i think as a fan really like shows you know how much it means to the guys and it yeah no it's, i appreciate exactly. that more. i mean it, it's i mean i don't i don't even think the monetary incentive is is there for the league too right like they have um you know the nhl's revenues is typically come from you know, the gate, the gate receipts and, and, and fans. So uh, without fans in the building, it looks like it, it, it looks like they won't be able to, to, to make up for that lost revenue, but still they've been able to, to kind of come together and, and come to terms with, with, you know, this 2014 uh, playoff format. And 
I mean, yeah, it looks like it's going to be something we've never seen before. I think it's NHL playoffs, as unpredictable as they are, are going to be <laughs> that much more wild. Yeah, I mean, last year you look at uh, Tampa, right? You know, big heavyweight coming in and upset in the first round, four games, see you later. Which yeah, I think exactly. the fan is just awesome that that happened. And, and and Jack, do you do you like the fact that that happened? That that uh, that can happen in the NHL. You know, I love Torts as a coach. So yeah, great guy to watch. So, oh, so, <laughs> four interviews get out of the guy the better. And oh, I think it's just you know, I think it's also just kind of like a lesson for for you know younger people that like let's say you play on like a top team, like there's n- like you have to show up to play, right? Exactly. Fact, yeah. In life, yeah. in general, you know, like you have to show up. You you know. You, you can't sort of half do it, you know. And, hey, I'm not saying Tampa wasn't going, but, you know, you got you to gotta know how to flip the, flip the switch sometimes. And uh, I think Columbus did that. I think, I, I think it was amazing what they did. And I think it's, you know, I think it really just shows how important it is to, you know, have, a, have that mentality that, you know, yeah, they're the favorites, but let's see what we can do, right? Yeah, I know exactly. I think that's going to be – it's going to be crazy to see, you know, this year you, you always kind of get uh, some of those upset teams, right? I think, you know, the LA Kings in 2012 were one of those teams where they were the eighth seed and they, they ended up winning the cup there. So Columbus uh, – no, sorry, St. Louis last year, right? Well, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, the NHL always kind of finds a way to, to make it a wild ride, so – uh, with it, with this new uh, this this new format and this uh, you know the coronavirus stop and play and what they've had to do, I mean this format's going to prove to be you know just an absolute doozy. I think so. Yeah, I, I think one more thing before we get into kind of like the format here is uh, you know you look at you're, you're talking about revenue and you know you look at it and you go like you just no fans right. That's kind of the way they're going with this. And, yeah, you know, no. yeah, you said teams make money through tickets, you know, food at the games, drinks at the games. They also got to remember, you know, those cities rely on them. Those, those hotels close to the rink, they rely on teams to stay there. They rely on fans to stay there. Restaurants, they rely on, like, fans to eat there before or after the game, right? So, you know, I think it's going to be challenging for everyone. But, you know, everyone's going to have to give a little, give a little here. So, I, I think that's – I yeah, no. That's good. I, I think, think a lot more appreciation for for everything that happens and goes into all these events when we kind of get out of here. Yeah, yeah, no, and I think that you bring up a good point. Is you know, kind of everyone has to sacrifice their piece of the pie, and you you kind of wonder how it'll affect uh, you know labor negotiations and and you know might it disrupt labor peace, you know in the following years to the NHL with, uh, you know, potentially the, you know, head of revenue, our players go and make less down the road and, and how's it going to affect the salary cap? So it could, could that result in like a lockout though? Yeah, it it could be, it could be that, Hey, we're uh, waterfall effect. Yeah. We've, we've experienced no hockey for, or had to to cancel the season this year. And then the hockey fans might have to wait, you know, with another stoppage so hopefully that doesn't happen we can move past this and you know I think that sports has a, a really good um, 
you know, effect on people. It can, it can really unify them. So hopefully we'll get that effect going forward with the NHL. Hey, what, what other league, what other leagues uh, you find, you find the most interesting? Uh, I, I really like college sports. I, I think it's just, it's authentic and, you know, they're kids, right? So there's, yeah, especially with their, they just kind of like go for it. Return to play. How, how do you think, uh, how do you think college sports is going to work out with uh, this come up upcoming season? And the yeah. So I've actually, I've looked into it and, uh, you know, it looks like, you know, March Madness being canceled. That was, that was, that was terrible for the, for the NCAA. It's terrible for everyone. I mean, it's probably the best, best time of the year, you know? And it doesn't matter what's, yeah. you got to love to watch March Madness. So. Yeah. I mean, the March, April, uh, sports kind of scene is, is, is pretty good. You got playoffs in the NBA, NHL, and, and right before that, obviously March Madness. So. And then uh, spring training just and starting up in the MLB and I mean yeah we kind of got we kind of got all that robbed from us this year with uh, yeah like I said it was like I think this you know the second week of March everything stopped so yeah who's Which your college team, but you a college guy or no I mean I out of the out of the college sports I I kind of gravitate to, to obviously football and I think it you know. As you were saying, both football and, and and you mentioned March Madness are, you know, huge money makers for, you know, the NCAA. And it's going to be interesting, I think, to see, you know, I, not even from fans' perspective, but, you know, kids going to college and looking forward to collegiate sports, you know, is, are their programs going to be, be funded accordingly? You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I mean, you know – Especially for those seniors out there, you know, like, like this is like their last kick at the can, and you know, for it to, for it to go down, you know, that that'd be a terrible way to to end off your like college career. But at the same time, you know, we gotta look out for everyone, look out for everyone's health. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, exactly, and, and and Jack, I mean, how 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 would you uh, how would you say you 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 would like to see um, the NCAA go about it? Would would you like like them to to prioritize football and basketball as the sports, and then kind of kind of almost put like all other collegiates and athletics on the back burner, or, or do you think that's fair? Uh, okay, so you know, on one hand, yeah, you know, everyone deserves the right to play, but you know, it's you know, it's all it's all about you know revenue and how much can you bring in, right? That's just kind of what the world's about, right? Exactly. So, I mean, I look here at, at some notes, and I, I'm looking. March Madness typically brings in 1.1 billion, right? Uh, college football, uh, you know, they say at the season of the go, it's a four billion dollar loss. Those are your two big sports, and you know, that's where you're going to make your revenue. So I, I think, you know, if two sports get back, it's going to be those two. But when you think about it, you know, those probably basketball might be one of the hardest sports to bring back. Because we're not wearing anything, right? No gear, no nothing. So it's just, you know, you're wearing shorts and a t-shirt. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, mean, I don't want to bring up a good point. Back to like, you know, another sport like I, football. Yeah, you're wearing a little bit more gear, but still, you know, like. Uh, no, I, I I definitely understand where you're coming from, and I think like that's just so out of our, uh, you know, out of the 
even out of the scope of this podcast is just, you know, the people that have to worry about uh, players getting sick and, you know, so even sending them back to school. So, I mean, it's going to be a collective effort. I'll, I'll tell you to, you know, everybody's going to have to be pulling in the same direction to, to kind of get everything going again. But I think sports is definitely worth it. Cause like I said, um, I think people are, are really, really hungry for it. So, yeah, no, I think, I think football, uh, football might, or like, I bet you like, you know, tennis can come back. Uh, you know, like those sort of, they're a little bit easier to come back if they're individual. Yeah. Like, I don't know, like swimming. I don't know if chlorine sort of kills this whole thing, but you know, if it does, that could be a result, right? More of these independent sort of sports, I think will start to come back first. Because, uh, I mean, you look at it as a team and, you know, just practicing, you can get it. Games, you can get it. And if someone on your team has it, spreads to another team, you play another school, suddenly, you know, it just blows up, right? And that's it's not what we want. So, you want everyone to be healthy. And, uh, yeah, and I mean, look, football would be the biggest loss, though. And I, I think that's something the NCAA, you know, they, they need to have it. You know, they have probably a big uh, – brings in a lot of money for the schools. I mean – no, absolutely. And, uh, I mean, yeah, you wonder with all these schools, they've, they've spent all this money in the past and you wonder if they've ever, you know, kind of hedged against this sort of thing kind of happening in an emergency situation where they can't have a football season. Uh, I've actually, they do. So, um, I think if I'm looking, so they've actually, they've made a fund. I think it's certainly 2002. Look at they put, put aside 400 million. But, you know, you look at the scope of what they've lost through, you know, if football is canceled, you know, that's their biggest sport. The March Madden is probably one of their biggest events. And right yeah, there, I think losing, you're, you're talking about billions there, Jack. And it's just, it could, you know, it's going to be a chain effect. I mean, you look at these schools and it's like, they've lost money, right? They need, they bring in money through their sports, you know, yeah. um, football, for example, you know, there's, um scholarships right it could really affect that because it won't have the same funding so you know who knows what's going to happen but this could really you know be a drastic impact on the future and it you yeah. know yeah i you hate to see it as a fan and as you know especially you know we've been around sports right we know how much it means to a lot of people you know people have goals and this could you know i don't want to say diminish them but it, it could, you know, maybe put some shade over their light. So, yeah, no, I, I absolutely, I get that as well. And, and how about the Olympics? Do you, with the Olympics being canceled, like uh, having to, to be in Tokyo this summer, do you think, I mean, Jack, I'm, I'm of the opinion that the, the Olympics were already boring. Uh, what do you, what do you think a year, what do you think a year and a postponement will do to, people's interest in the Olympics going forward. All right, look, um, for my own enjoyment, you know, Hey, I like the track events, you know, I like that sort of thing, but you know, just personally, you know, like some of those sports don't really interest, inter, uh, interest me. So, and I think, you know, yeah, I'm like, you see all these headlines coming out and you know, none of them are really about the Olympics, right? They're all about, like, I don't know if that's where we're located. But personally, on my phone, like, I don't see stuff popping up about, you know, the Olympics. It's all about, you know, football, basketball, hockey, and baseball. 
Well, yeah. And I think that's the fear, right? Is, you know, it's, they're just so out of sight, out of mind that, you know, people, people ultimately just forget about them. Right. Yeah. And I don't think we've, we've thought we, we don't have enough of those moments in recent years from Olympics where, you know, we're clamoring back to, right. And like, and especially just as Canadians too. I mean, those, those 2010 Vancouver Olympics were unmatched, right? So Unreal, yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, w- you think of the the most interesting sports uh, the Olympics. For summer, okay, so you got the 100-meter dash. You've got – well, for me, it's like NBA stars uh, playing basketball. Like, just the U.S. dominating. Swimming. Uh, I like the I like the diving. You know the diving's good. Oh, that's cool. But, but other than that, I mean, you just got a whole lot of slow uh, events that just kind of uh, I don't know. They don't pique my interest as a young person. You know what I mean? Yeah. No. Hey, I hear you. You know, I've always been big into the Winter Olympics, but they've even personally lost a little bit. I mean, I love the moguls. You know, the skiing, and I love. You know, that sort of stuff. Uh, but, you know, to me, you know, the highlight and something that will always stick with me is that gold medal game in 2010. Unreal, right? Yeah. But, you know, now with not all those top players going, you know, it kind of ruins it. You know, like I, I – last Winter Olympics, I don't even – I don't think I watched much, right? Yeah. And yeah. You know, I think that's where it – you know, I don't know, like – for you, what uh, like what was like what's like your what was your favorite sport? How do you feel like it's sort of evolved in the last five five like two Olympics? So, uh, my favorite sport to watch in the Olympics. Yeah, like what was your favorite? Like I guess when you uh, what what was your favorite sport? And how has it evolved over time? Oh, geez. That's a good question. Like, yeah. I mean, like, what you were saying about, like, hockey is just – it's so volatile. The, uh, you know, the with, you know the NHL having to, to agree to send players over there to play is – it can – it basically makes or breaks the Olympics because, you know, I think in 2018 what we had was – I don't know. It wasn't interesting at all. And, uh, I, you know, to make the Olympics interesting, you really need those, those pro guys, like the best players in the world to go or else, you know, I'm, not, I'm, I'm certainly not going to watch. Not necessarily even Canada, but uh, people watching Olympics across the world, we've had some great Olympians with like great, personality and 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 stardom like Usain Bolt you couldn't think of a better star yeah uh competed at four Olympics he's done now Phelps he was a guy that like, people gravitated to a huge star like endorsements in the U.S. was grew extremely wealthy and popular he's probably done now as well so you look at you question. um since you know do you feel like I understand this is like historic and how the Olympics have been done, but do you feel like Olymp- the Olympics should be 
occurring more often. So as a world, we take more time to appreciate these stars in their prime. Yeah, you do wonder if, if someone like Usain Bolt or, or, or Phelps, you know, was in the spotlight more. Could, could it elevate uh, their respective sports? And I think it's, you know, it's with stars like that, it's, it's pretty conclusive to say if, if, you know, they were aired more often, then maybe those sports would, would generally a little more popularity. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's sad with those guys gone, and, and I think people are just kind of losing interest in, in the Olympics. But, hey, we'll see where it goes next summer, 20, 2021, Tokyo. Uh, but, hey, speaking of another kind of – sport dying in popularity um you know the mlb i was just about to mention that i actually have a quick question for you going on the whole mlb is there baseball in the summer olympics uh, has there been i honestly i don't know is there still um, I, I don't i didn't think so jack i don't think so I, I i i'm not too sure you could check me on that but but hey um it doesn't sound like world it doesn't sound to play devil's advocate. I don't know if it sounds too appealing. Like you know what I mean? If there was if there was baseball in the Olympics, I don't know if I would watch it. I I, I Jake, I totally disagree with you on that. But I think it could be a time for a country like the Dominican or you know, like those countries flourish. Yeah, I mean, hey, you I'm just one guy though. So Listen, uh, I'm sure, you know, countries in, uh, especially in the Caribbean and, and sports where, where baseball is, is huge in their culture, they'd, they'd be all for it. Uh, so, and hey, I'm, I'm, not oppo- I'm not opposed against it either. So hopefully they, like, they can get, get that going. I think it'd be really cool to see, you know, who's, or maybe they do like a series otherwise, but I, I'd be really interested to see as a baseball fan who's the top dog, but I just I'd love to see who the top dog is. Jack, you might be honest on that. There could be a lot of people who feel the same way, um, you know. Uh, and uh, yeah, I mean, lean lean that into uh, you know the MLB. Obviously, they've uh, they've they're in uh, extensive negotiations to try to get a, the season done. It's been pretty public, uh, you know, out there that negotiations have been a, a little rocky with uh, the owners and, and players. Uh, maybe some people have said or have alluded to the fact that the players have been shed on a negative light. Maybe maybe as being a little greedy. What what do you think about? Uh, are you optimistic about baseball coming back? Um. I think I think baseball, you know, I think it needs to come back. Um, it's going to be a tough sport to bring back. I will say that. But, um, yeah, you know, as you said before, they need to come to an agreement. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I think, I think when you talk about that agreement, you know, baseball's, you know, um, the owners, they pay the players, right? And right. I, I question, you know, when you get to all these agreements, because all these sports have these agreements and it's all, you know, that's all these lockouts happen, but if it's all in the contracts. Why don't you negotiate that within your individual contract with the team? 
that's something I've been thinking about over the last day. Do, what's your opinion on that? Like maybe, you know, uh, maybe Crosby decides, you know, off, you know, uh, 50, 50 with me and, you know, the owner, right. Maybe every player kind of makes their own deal. Yeah. And especially in, uh, you know, a more short-term situation with this kind of one-off season, negotiating with their own team could, uh, and their own team and owners, uh, a unique possibility. And I don't think a lot of people have pitched that around, you know, uh, I think we, we kind of get caught up all the, the owners, the owners need to congregate and it all needs to be an organized league. But I mean, Hey, if, if individual teams want to kind of step up and, and figure it out themselves, I mean, they could, they could kind of ride their own wave. So, uh, Hey, that's, that's a unique perspective. I've never even thought about. Um, so it's, it's interesting. You think that way, what I think about the MLB kind of starting up and, you know, potentially having a shorter season is it'll create urgency within the games, right? I think, like, with baseball, like, uh, it the seasons are so long and, it like, it just doesn't seem urgent, like, especially as, like, a young fan. I, like, I guess we're – I guess we're just programmed to, to kind of get everything, like, instantly almost. And – Not as patient. Yeah, we, we, we like urgency. In our in our sports, and I think like that's where younger people are, are congregating to the NFL, uh, and also ultimately the NBA because they've you know figured out a way to have their their sport consumed on you know mainly social media platforms. But I think with the MLB, you know this can be a great opportunity to see what a shorter season will do in terms of you know how urgent the play is you know games one through 60 let's say yeah. if it's 60 games are you because a baseball I, guy in the playoffs well yeah i mean that's what i was going to get into is so much urgency there every pitch there's so much uh, suspense yeah and i think like, the fans play, also get playoff, more into it yeah that makes well, playoff baseball is is great like yankees yankees red sox in october like who wouldn't want that like uh Yankees Dodgers in the World Series like absolutely I'm I'm watching every game so uh it's just that I think the baseball has a problem is games through games one through 82 and you know uh they're just having trouble appealing to a younger audience with that so yeah uh and you know like I I think also you know like you know you go to a basketball game you go to a hockey game you know there's not as I think something nice about baseball, though, on the other hand, is just, you know, when you go to, like, a baseball game, you know, like, you're going with a buddy, you're going with a family member, right? And it's, you know, it's a chance to really kind of sort of communicate and talk. And I feel something that baseball does really nicely. You know, you go to, like, a hockey game, there's so much happening all at once. And, uh, you know, you don't always get those chances. So I feel like it kind of brings its own, its own unique element, which really makes the game, you know, enjoyable. Yeah, because you don't always have to. Yeah, no, I, I think I think a lot of, of people still feel that way, and ultimately, it's, geez, it's it's about finding that sort of quality time that you can spend with people is 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 an a challenge that's, uh, has increasing relevance in a lot of people's lives. Some a lot of people struggle to find that time. I think, geez, I mean, baseball can be a, a great time to kind of unwind and 
and just kind of slow things down. And like this, the, the pace of, at which we live now is, is just kind of crazy. So, yeah, man, uh, I'm like. Food on baseball, if I may. Um, yeah. I just, just want to, you know, I just want to really, if in case anyone, you know, is listening who has high power here, I would love to see a USA and, you know, a Dominican game, you know, because, you know, when I, I just think it'd be really awesome to have. You're really high on that, eh? <laughs> you really want to see that. No, I, I think uh, I think it's um I think it's everyone, you know? Like I, I know um I, I just think it'd be really because I think that's where, you know, I think that's another reason I can really bring a lot of passion out of the players and really maybe make the game more enjoyable. They're you know, they're playing for their country, right? Yeah. You know, when they're playing like best of five or best of seven series, it's urgency. Yeah. Yeah. No, gotcha. Gotcha. And yeah, I mean, I think that's, you know, a major theme with baseball. You're looking to create that urgency. Like in football, I mean, it's like a 16 game season. I think there's a reason why people uh, have gravitated to football. It kind of suits the, you know, the pseudo culture of that urgency right so yeah happening with football here like do you think we're gonna go here or like yeah i mean speaking of football uh they're they're kind of the league that's kind of lucked out and 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 all of this right but they're they just kind of had the super bowl there in, in february and you know it's their off season was timed kind of perfectly with with everything shutting down and i mean yeah yeah, obviously you'd prefer, uh, you know, OTAs, regular free agency and, and, yeah. and training camp, but uh, they they seem to dodge a bullet with the whole timing thing. And, it, you know, it looks like they're going to be fine, which uh, I think they're – like I'm hopeful they'll get fans, you know, in their buildings. Uh, I think for football – you know, people people will probably bend over backwards, uh, and that could be like the major coming out party for for gatherings and stuff. Um, but but yeah, as a as a huge football fan, I'm I'm pretty excited to to hopefully have the season relatively unscathed compared to to other leagues. And I don't know what are your thoughts about that? Yeah, I mean, you know, overall, I think the NFL is probably one of the most efficient leagues out there. Yeah, they don't they don't waste time. They, they don't waste time, you know. Sort of like they just get stuff done, and I, I like the way they do that. I mean, but yeah, back to your point about you know when we're gonna get this whole thing back and and all that stuff. Um, and, you know about missing the events. Uh, you know that that's gonna hurt their it could hurt their revenue. I mean, you look at they bring in a lot of revenue from broadcasting. Yeah. Like I think the Super Bowl brought in like four hundred and I think it was like thirty-five million dollars from that broadcast. And Jan the January like sort of playoff era, it's like nine hundred and something million dollars, you know. And there's billions of dollars I bet during the regular season. You know, they need this as a as a league to support themselves. Um, yeah, no. People love football. You know, every play, so much suspense in it, and it's just. Uh, yeah, so. Hey, 
So, so do you, you mentioned the Super Bowl, do you think, uh, you know, the stoppages are going to have an impact, like, you think uh, the situation right now is going to have a significant impact on the season, or? Um, you know, to be honest, I, I personally, you know, because the thing about all these major sports is you're coming from so many geographical areas, like yeah. this spread could be totally different in one part of like in one part of Canada than it could be in one part of Canada or you know one part of the U.S. compared to another part so and they travel to play each other so you know this like who knows right now exactly. you know players don't get paid unless they play right they get paid after you know at games right and I guess where I really, really question this is, you know, all these, you know, these rookies coming in because they aren't going to get their first paycheck or yeah, they might've got their signing bonus, but their paycheck ain't coming until they play a game. You know, that's when they start to unlock it all. Yeah, exactly. You, know, you kind of feel for them in a way, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, I think I've always felt simply sympathy for, you know, NFL players, their careers being relatively short. Uh, you know, that being said, it's kind of, for the fans of the NFL, it's kind of been good in a way that, you know, they can, they can, even if their, their timing was off with, with whole, this whole coronavirus thing, I think uh, coming to, you know, a different agreement and, and, and in short time would, would probably be a little bit easier for them just because. Yeah. Uh, like the games I was mentioning was, I mean, players are really eager to, to get in and, and get out and, and make their money. Right. So nothing's guaranteed in the NFL and uh hey if you're if you're healthy and ready to go I mean you're 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 really wanting to play if you're an NFL player and I think that's yeah. why uh as a league they they have so much collective angst and 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 um and willingness to play that hey I mean whatever whatever situation they're we're presented with in, in two months time is as a society through you know a pandemic i think they're going to find a way to to play and and get games in whether it's you know fans or or no fans so yeah i guess i guess we're going to see with that and uh you know worth worth mentioning jack is all this i mean let's shift to this i mean all the the shutdowns of, of youth sports and community sports too, right? I mean, not just professionals, but, you know, people, you know, looking to play amateur sports in, in, in organized leagues, whether it's, you know, high school or, or uh, competitive sport other uh, elsewhere. So, I also mean, hey. Facilities, you know? Exactly right. Yeah, like, Jack, what's – personally, like, what's your experience been with that? I mean – Obviously, you were you were playing uh, a little bit of hockey, and did all that stuff get shut down? Like when when everything, um, you know, it was it was getting shut down simultaneously, or? Uh, yeah. So, um, so I, I think we kind of found out when you know, like uh, I I think it all it all happened so quickly. I think. It really did. Um, and I, I think it really happened after, you know, the NBA, you know, after that one night where they just called games, you know? Yeah, exactly. And I, I think that kind of, you know, 
I think it kind of gave everyone like, okay, this, this is really happening. This, this is really here. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. I think leagues acted appropriately. I mean, I think minor hockey leagues acted appropriately. I think my, like high school sports act, act appropriately. You know, I think every league acted appropriately, but now when you, you know, and it happened quickly because it had to, you know, it's for the safety of the players and the, the leagues did a great job, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, for sure. I think, I mean, once it was kind of just like a tidal wave once, uh, you know, one league shut down and it was, it was just kind of the norm and then everything was getting canceled. I mean, uh, regardless of sports, I mean, it, you know, everything was getting shut down, but I mean, Hey, uh, for people, I mean, for people having, you know, their kids in organized sports, people looking looking for having been looking forward to playing and in, uh, in organized sports this summer, whether it be youth or amateur. I mean, or just on a recreational level. I mean, I think people are really, uh, you know, just starving to get out and and just kind of play sports again. I eh? yeah, no, I'm I'm itching. You know, being on the ice today, you know you get on there and just another wave of energy comes in, you know, you're just yeah. back at it. And it's just, it's something, you know, you're just itching to do, you know, sitting there, you're like, like, I just want to get back to it. And, you know, touch on your last thing. I think the toughest part was not really, you know, getting to like kind of like one last skate with like all the boys in, you know? Yeah. yeah. And then as I've said in prior, prior episodes, you know, it was just the greatest year ever blast right yeah yeah you had a good year right you know just for kind of end that way you know yeah i understand you know it it had to end that way for the safety of everyone but you know that that was a tough pill to swallow yeah and i'm sure it was for a lot of people jack uh now and and eventually getting back i think people are, are really looking forward to we're starting to see facilities open up yeah uh and like you said you're you're on the ice and you know, people, people can start training. I mean, it's, it's not just ultimately the professional leagues. We're starting to see a little trickle down. I, I, I know the OHL is, is holding uh training camp, training camps at, you know, the same time per usual as they, they usually do. So hopefully start stuff will start to trickle down. Yeah. And uh, we can get every, everybody, you know, playing sports. I love again. I mean, I think it's so sports is so uh, critical uh, you know, on a, a recreational and am, amateur level to when, when you found out, health, so were you at home or were you still at school? So when everything shut everything, down, I was, yeah. I was at, I was at school and, uh, I, you know, immediately, as I described that title wave before with stuff shutting down schools, you know, kind of came out immediately too and said, we're shut to, to online. So yeah. I was, I was, uh, I just kind of packed up right away and, and, uh, and kind of had at home to be, you know, around my family and, yeah. you know, my, both, both my younger brothers coming from, from school as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, Hey, I'm just myself. I'm looking, I'm looking forward to getting back, uh, and doing what I can. Yeah. You know, uh, whether it just be fooling around with buddies, you know, doing whatever sports yeah, I, wise. I hear you, man. Um, you know, as we talk, as we talk about, you know, family here, you know, you look at the NBA and they're not, they're not forcing players to come play if this thing, you know, continues and, um, you know, yeah. family's health for everyone's health. And I, I think that's, you know, a really good step the, the NBA did, you know? 
it's your choice, but you know, you got to look out for you and what's best for you and your family. And so, well, yeah. And I think it's a big ask, right? You go from, you know, isolation at home to isolation, not at home. Right? Where is it again? It's in uh, Orlando, right? Yeah. Yeah. The NBA's bubble is in uh, on the, like the Disneyland campus, right in Orlando. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, you look at like what the NBA's kind of proposed and I think it's a tough ask from players going from the, you know, isolated at home to isolated and, you know, not at home. And, you know, like, it looks like their bubble's going to be highly regulated with people going in and out, like their families and whatnot. And, it, you know, they could be away from their families for a long time. So I think that's like a big ask. Um, you know, just imagine being in whatever job you're working in now and having to move away and isolate yourself, uh, you know, for your family, just, so your so your labor negotiations are 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 better in the future because I think if the NBA doesn't get this this TV money, I I think they're the for the players the money isn't going to be so good for the next you know four or five years and I think they've kind of gotten fat and happy off the fact that they're they've been paid pretty well and especially at their stardom or endorsements and all that so yeah. I mean, hey, we'll see what happens there. Yeah, I mean, you look at it, like, about their format, and they want to do, like, an eight-game uh, regular season. What do you think about that to kind of, like, determine their seating? It's different than what uh, the NFL's doing. I guess yeah. which, which format do you like better? Yeah, so the – see, I think my my opinion on it is they – I, I know what they're doing. By including 22 teams, they're kind of they, – they want, you know, to showcase Zion Williamson, right, with the Pelicans. So, yeah, because it's going to bring in revenue for them. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, he's, it, it's kind of easy to see what they're, what they're doing there, bringing uh, – with the format and allowing the Pel Pelicans to get in. But just from a, like, logistics standpoint, I think less teams would have been – uh, easier to accommodate in a situation like this and like their bubble in Orlando, right? You got less, less bodies, uh, less trainers, less, less coaches, less old people in general in, in the bubble, right? And ultimately less, less people to please. Uh, you know, you talk about like having to, to bring all these teams in and the more teams you have, the, you know, the more the more people are going to be upset about how unfair it is and, and whatnot. So, yeah, that's just my take on that. Yeah, I hear you. Hey, Jack, I, I think we got some some questions that uh, we kind of we, we put out to uh, you know some of our, some of our, our listeners and on our, yeah. on our uh, social media. I I just want to before we get to that, I just want to touch on you know some historical stuff and. You know, I'm just going to sum it up, you know, pauses have happened, you know, generally because of lockouts, right? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. A lot of that's just, just agreements. So we've never had something to this magnitude, I want to say, sort of like locked, like paused, you know, sports. But ideally, you know, I mean, yeah. So who knows what's going to happen, but um, they've they've happened in the past, and I think, I think the fact that they've happened in the past can kind of help 
help the leagues make a decision on what, how they want to proceed. I mean, I just want to touch on this one thing. You know, you look at the NFL, their lockout in 2011, uh, didn't miss a league game. These guys are efficient. These guys are efficient. Yeah. You know, this from, they're, they're always getting things done. Yeah. Uh, lockout no, was from March to July. No yeah. game is missed. I love it. I love the way they do stuff here. Yeah, and I think, like, leagues like that who are, you know, just willing to play and willing to manage the circumstances and ultimately just get the seasons in are going to have the advantage going forward. Because, I mean, you do have to to realize that, you know, everybody moving forward is, is, comp- is competing for viewership. And, uh, I mean, hey, like, if you, you – know, even if it looks ugly – to get some games in and uh, let's say you're the MLB to get, to get a season in, I think is critical for, you know, your viewership going forward. Because like I said, even with the Olympics, like out of sight, out of mind, you know, I think people, t- it might not be, uh, it might be a little overstated how much the drop off is. Like your viewership tends to recover after, you know, a little bit of time, but, I think it, it is critical for for leagues to get back and and get their fans involved again. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So I think going forward, yeah, we've we've had uh, s- some stoppages and, and and stuff. And the viewership and the viewership has has come back and recovered. It, it's just I think it's just a matter of you, you know if like. If you're if you're a league looking at uh, the stoppage as a whole, if you're the one that can get ahead and best manage the circumstances, and maybe timing works out uh, more with the NFL there, you know they they will probably have the advantage in, in the viewership, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I guess. Uh... So we released some questions to you guys, the viewers, on uh, Wednesday night. Uh, so I think we gave you, like, a day to put them in on Instagram and on Twitter as we're recording here on Thursday. Um, yeah, so I think we'll just get – so like our, our first question was, what are you looking forward to most when we return proceed to, like, normal life or as normal as, that, as it may be? And uh, – uh, one one answer is a haircut, a proper haircut. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's. You cut your hair. I'm looking forward to. So as you notice, I kind of got this hat on. Yeah, uh, me too. And I, it's a Blue Jays hat. I'm not generally a hat guy, but like my hair just it doesn't do well when it's long. So I, I prefer. It? Keep, I I prefer, well I can give you a sneak peek. Um. So I'm kind of just rock and flow right now. Right, it's it's not never, looking, never a bad issue, eh? It's not looking bad, but I def I, I'm still going crazy. Like I prefer short. Uh, so whoever whoever said they're lo- most looking forward to the haircut, uh, I'm there with you. And I think I think we're we're good to go on that front, eh? Like I don't know I don't know about or what it's like where where you are right now, but I think in my region I can get go get a haircut now. Here's, I cut my here's hair twice. My mom's cut my hair twice, so it was getting too big to manage. And I wasn't wearing hats before, but 
getting long again and I just want to hold off on a haircut. So got the yeah. hot hair going, but yeah. yeah nobody Yeah. It's nobody, the sides which are really bothering me. <laughs> yeah, no unskilled uh scissor men was getting near my 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 melon. Yeah. Jack, what are you what are you most looking forward to? Just to doing uh again. Gee, I don't know. I, I think I'm just most looking forward to. I don't know about you, but uh, we've been wearing masks whenever we're going to like a store or something. Yeah, I'm looking forward I'm to that. Like, they just, like, I understand, I, I, you know, I, I'm wearing one, right? Cause my safety, other people's safety. But, you know, once we can take those things off, I, I think I, I'm going to be pleased. I, Jack what makes it not so bad i got these like big ears like they're kind of like satellites and they stick out so <laughs> i can i can get like a they they hook on the mask really well but that, like that seems to be a saving grace but yeah. i still can't breathe so with them on so i mean what are you most not, definitely not an anti-mask guy but all for public, yeah, like, public health um, and safety but uh yeah um what are you most looking forward to oh geez um what am I most looking forward to? I am most looking forward to probably the ambience of a of a nice restaurant. You know what I mean? Where yeah. people are kind of looking back. Uh, people, so many people have their guards up, right? Nowadays, even when you get, like, I'm sure when you you, you go, when we'll be allowed to dine out. And people are wearing masks everywhere and people aren't sitting close together. It'll just be a totally different experience. But yeah, I kind of miss the ambience of a nice restaurant. So you have a go-to spot? Uh, a go-to. Well, I can't get, give away all my good spots. Uh, those are secret. Yeah. But, uh, I like I like going to Starbucks, having a nice coffee. They have great ambience. So what do you put in your coffee? It's black. It's black all the oh, way. Oh, nothing in it. Yeah. No, it's, okay. uh, you know, straight psycho. So, yeah. No, uh, uh, think of what you think of what you may about that. But, yeah. For those for those who who appreciate a black coffee, I, I can uh, be on board with it. So, yeah. No, it seems to be, well, it affects different people different ways. You know, I'm like, I'm like one cup of, ga- one cup of day and I, I'm fine. And, yeah. you know, for other people, it seems to be like their religion, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah anyway, anyway, it looks like a lot of people put you know haircut and just being able to you know see people and kind of see them without all these guidelines. It's sort of like the two main themes I got out of that question. Nice, nice. Yeah, I, I agree with them. Uh, so yeah, our second question we get more into as the the hockey uh, playoff format's been finalized, right? So we have our playing games. And it was yep. Leafs or Blue Jackets. Who's going to win? And uh, mixed field, man, on this one. Mixed field. Um, I think some people are going Leafs. I, and I, I think, you know, I, I, again, nobody put how many games, but this, I think this, year, this series is going five. Best of five, it's going five. Yeah. See, my thing is with the NHL is uh, how's your goalie playing? And I think it just has a huge impact. And who knows when they come back, how they're playing. 
Yeah, I feel I feel pretty good about Freddie. I I'm pretty high about Freddie Anderson. Uh, as yeah, I, I think he's one of the best goalies in the league. But yeah, I mean, like I think so much rides on how well your goalie is playing in the playoffs at a you know a certain time for a certain stretch of a game. So look for a, look for the goalies to be a, a huge difference maker. But uh, I would uh, if I had to make a prediction, I'd. I'd say I'd say the Leafs are going to win. Like you don't need your. While I'm betting on the good goalie, goalies to be good, it just takes one guy to get hot at one time, right? I think we've seen yeah. that in the past. Where, man, one team's goalie gets really hot, and that's all you kind of need to to, to carry it, right? So. Yeah. Hey, uh, you know, I, I if if I I think the Blue Jackets have have. You know, a, a nice decor. And I think that's, you know, people, you know, the Leafs don't have a bad decor. I, I just think that something that I found is sort of like when the Leafs aren't going, the team's just not going, right? And yeah, yeah, no. He's helped them through a lot of rough patches. I can see you're going to disagree with me on this one, but. Uh, yeah. Um. I think you could be a little bit more. Uh, well, if, yeah. When the often when the top the problem with the Leafs is this year is if you don't have those top six forwards scoring, uh, you're probably not going to generate much offense. Yeah. Uh, credit to all the guys that have filled in in the bottom of the lineup and and, and try to solidify themselves. No, I, I. Um. But but yeah, it stops. It starts with the top guys. And yeah, it's going to be interesting in a five-game series. You know, coming off stop to play, how urgent is the play going to be, and how, you know, what stylistically is it going to help the Leafs? Uh, I'd imagine it's going to be an an absolute uh, circus out there with guys <laughs> trying to take their heads off. But uh, yeah, like typical playoff hockey. Um, I don't know. That's been the the knock against the Leafs is, you know, maybe maybe they can be really good in the in the regular season, but maybe they're not built so so well for the playoffs. So we'll see. But I'm a lot optimistic. Skill, a lot of skill in the roster, though. I might say. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, no. For I, sure. I think you know Freddie's the backbone of that team. Yeah. No. As as I was saying, it's and um, yeah, man. If those guys get hot, good luck. Like, they can take anyone. I think. Yeah, they can score five, six goals a game. So <laughs> they can score at will. So yeah, yeah. Um, I, I think I'd even take the Leafs. You know, S- some something about me. You know, Tortorella, that guy's he's gonna have something up his sleeve. You got the coaching matchup. Uh, a rookie head coach, what a season to to go into your first Stanley Cup playoffs as a as a as a, as a bench boss. Against uh, you know a seasoned veteran like John Torella, um, I think you know, that's going to be, be how Columbus would beat them. Yeah, hey, just getting a coach. He's he's uh he's he's quite the resume. So who knows? But you know, I th- I think Tortorella's just been doing it for such a long time, and you know, I think I think he he knows what works. At the, at yeah, I'm a big level. I'm a big Torts guy. I uh I think he's hilarious. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, penguins and Canadians. Penguins and Canadians. Okay. 
So as I was saying before, goaltending. Yeah. Look for the Canadians to be dangerous. Uh, no, they. I, I don't think they were a great team all year. Uh, but hey, I think Carey. Like, if you have Carey Price, like, I would uh, actually I would bet on the Canadians to be have a good playoff run because, simply put, I think you know, they probably have the best goalie in the world. Um, as he's proven over you know a stretch of time, not just one season, but so. I, you know, I bet on Carey Price being at the top of this game and beating the Penguins. Yeah, hey, what's, I mean... What's your take on that one? As, if, as we've been saying, goaltending's huge. You know, yeah, the Penguins, they, uh, the Pens, they got a lot of, they got a lot of, you know, structure in their lineup and and they got a, they got a good group, but... And, you know, I think goaltending especially because these players w- wouldn't have played in a game for who knows how long, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that, like, you know, mistakes are going to happen, hey? Like, and, you know, I want to take them, but if this is a best of three or or just a one game sort of thing, I, I'm taking Montreal because Price can do that, but cause I, I don't believe in Matt Murray. I think the pen should have kept Flurry. I would agree. Clearly you're biased, but. Yeah, you're going with the Habs too. I mean, well, what? What? No, I'm going. I'm going. It's best of five, so I'm going uh, Pittsburgh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, I'm not going to be biased. I'm going to give you my honest opinion here, right? Oh, so, I feel like I feel like you went against your bias on purpose to make yourself seem unbiased. No, 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 no. Montreal has got a goalie. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they got a goalie. They like again. Are they a playoff team? If no, they're not a playoff team, right? Pittsburgh's a playoff team, okay? Okay. They are okay. You know, I I feel like we're getting into a little bit. Do you, do you think yeah, I'm just, oh, I'm just not look like I'm taking my team? Yeah. No, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I don't think there's a lot of depth in Montreal's lineup. Okay. All right. So, and for the third series, who got? Actually, just a touch on uh, people were people are taking the uh, the pens in that series from. Uh, oh, okay. On the well, I'm still surprised they've done, they've been there done that, but Flor- You say you got Florida and who else? And who else? Florida and the there? Islanders. Um, um, Islanders are gonna take this. Wow. I think back to that uh, that that series that those teams had a couple years ago when when Tavares. Uh, had the wraparound. Yeah, the, yeah the, was that the uh, OT winner? On Roberto Luongo, probably one yeah. of the goats. Is that game uh, so, yeah, that'll be an interesting rematch. I think they're kind of two maybe underrated teams, teams that don't get a lot of shine. If I had to give, yeah, if I had to give my opinion, I, I like Florida. Just you like Florida. Uh, Is that because yeah. they have um, Dabrowski? Oh, well, it is goaltending. Uh, for me, I don't know. I think it's, uh, you know, more their top-end scoring. Uh, yeah, I think they're passing it on. I like the group there, so. You know, this, yeah. this is going to be an underrated series, but I I, th- I think it could be a phenomenal series. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, Barkov's yeah. a great player. Um, Huberto, you know, um, 
Hoffman, say what you want about him. You know, he's still a really good, solid player. Um, Ekblad, you know, there's a lot of great players on this team. And Yeah, I mean, hey, I think their roster's good. They've, they've maybe underachieved uh, despite their talent over the last uh, maybe few years. But, hey, who's to say they, they can't come together and, and – uh, especially with these circumstances and, uh, and put together a good run. Yeah. Hey, uh, and where, and where were our fans leaning and where were our listeners leaning on, uh, on that one? Uh, I think they were going to Islanders. Oh, interesting. Florida, you know, we get more news about the Islanders in Florida, very underrated team. Right. Yeah, no, I, I think you got that exactly right. And so I, I think that is going to be a phenomenal series back and forth. You know, two solid teams, and it's it's going to be one for the ages, I think. Okay, gotcha. Well, I, no, I, I'm definitely going to watch. I, I'm going to probably watch all the hockey I can from uh, – because I think that especially the first round of, of the playoffs in the NHL is just so just so urgent and, and so entertaining. Anything can happen, right? So Yeah. Uh, just before I – I want to get your opinion on one thing. So, Jack Eichel comes out, and he uh, – you know, he, he basically gives gives his emotions about everything, about not being in the playoffs, even with, the, you know, more teams getting in. Um, yeah. what, what do you think about what he did? Well, I think it's... It's a bold move. Yeah, no, I think it is very bold. And I think for, for a guy like that, who is clearly a guy that's that wants to win, plays plays the game top three player in the league well yeah it regardless of how good he is I think he's just a really competitive guy um and with his team being left out and ultimately the organization that I don't know if you saw kind of uh strips themselves clean with uh you know everybody was fired so I think um you know eventually Jack and ownership guy get on the same page and, and start pulling in the same direction I, or else I think he's he's probably going to be fed up and, and ultimately gone so yeah, that's true. just my opinion on it but and yeah, I, I think he wants to be in Buffalo I mean he signed that monster eight-year deal right yeah or you know maybe he wants his money but I think even then uh when he was younger and maybe more naive about Buffalo than he was, uh, he was more eager to, 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 to maybe just sign and, and, and deal with, uh, and maybe say uh, I'll deal with all the dysfunction later, but I think all that's just coming to a head now. Yeah. Uh, good player. And, you know, he's, he's, he's in his prime, you know, he, he wants to win. And I think he's a player who should go down with, with winning, with winning a cup. You know, so yeah. Produces, yeah. So. No, it's 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 going to be unfortunate. You'd hate to see him be on the, you know, that side of history of great players where you know don't really get it uh, at even competing for the cup. So hopefully, hopefully Maybe Buffalo turns it around. Probably not. Yeah, exactly. I, I okay. think Buffalo is capable. Uh, okay, I think we've reached kind of our time limit here. So, uh, there you have it, guys. Um. So yeah, for those listening to this, hey, like remember where you are. 
remember wh where you were listening and uh, the band, be the, be proud of the, you're the first people to, to hop on our bandwagon. So we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. And, uh, These are the real ones. Uh, exactly. You know, I might release a, release a poll. Jake, do you want to get like shirts, like podcast shirts that we wear? Yeah, no, absolutely. I think I'll get a uh, I'll get a poll going on uh, on our some of our accounts here, and we'll we'll get everyone's in, uh, feedback. Yeah, some merch could go a long way. Yeah, can we get some hats while we're still wearing them? We'll see where this takes us. It's gonna depend on you yeah, guys, absolutely. the viewers, though. So, I think I can speak for us both. You know, for you guys that are listening, thanks a lot. You know, it means means a lot. I'm trying to kickstart this, and uh, hey, who knows what the future can hold? So. No, absolutely. Uh, I'm I'm fired up to start this. I I know, uh, Jake, you're fired up as well, right? So. Yeah, no, absolutely. Hopefully, we can we can uh, keep this going and and keep cranking out content. So, uh, yeah, make sure to support us on all our platforms, and uh, really appreciate uh, for the people people who are listening for tuning in. So. Yeah. Um, thanks a lot, and I guess we'll we'll see you next time.